It's shake and bake, and I help. I met her at the Burger King. We fell in the machine. Hey, where's the meat? We have the meat. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Mamma mia, that's a spicy meatball. This is Heartburn Honeys with Jason and Stephanie and food. You ate it, Ralph. Yep. Oh, yeah, they always do. And I got us some uh, dumplings as well. That's the races for yours. Of course. Uh, we are, uh, yes, we're here in my kitchen. Uh, we just ordered, would you like a plate? Yes, please. You know I'm making this. Mm. You want one of these? Yeah. <laughs> you can have one of these. Yes, we're in my kitchen. We got carry out, not Taco Bell. I know, I know, it's shocking. I, people are like aghast. How could we not get Taco Bell? Well, no. Um, no, we got uh, Seoul Garden, which is uh, a Korean restaurant right down, like, right two, the corner. two blocks away from me. Um, this place is fantastic. Um... And I am I got something new that I, I've never gotten before, and it came in a pizza box. <laughs> so it is called a seafood uh, seafood pancake. What's the taste of the pancake? Is it like egg based? Is it? A... I'm not sure, but it comes with a sauce. <coughs> She got spicy shrimp. I got the seafood pancake. Um, and then, of course, when you order from this place, you get the uh, you get like the the kimchi appetizers. Um, I just put my half on my plate so I can eat straight out of that to eliminate some of our right some of the reach around. <laughs> the old reach around. The old reach around. Yes, and that's an eight piece uh, dumpling. That they're small. <laughs> This place does not, um, they don't skimp. They're so good. Mm. Oh, how I love their food. This is a place, I, you know, I've lived, I've lived close to this place my entire life, and I just started going here like five years ago. Is this our only Korean place in Switzerland? I don't think it is, but I think it's our uh -huh. most convenient. Yeah, I think there's another one. We have a lot of places that say they do Korean food, but it's not. Right. It's not it, the same as other cuisines. It's kind of, it's what I would call kind of the, the, the hipster fusion uh, yeah. Korean. Or you can get it at, um, like, Chinese places. We'll sometimes mm -hmm. do a few Thai dishes. I'm not going to have a ton of yours because I have enough of my own. Alright, so I'm going to try the seafood pancake. I'm just going to try it on its own, no sauce or anything. Mmm. Oh, that is good. It's mild. I like it. I'll try some of the sauce. It also happens to be the same sauce as the uh, dumplings. 
So the pancake is, um, okay, that's flour based. For some reason, from the picture and the, the menu, I thought maybe it was like an egg based pancake. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's egg in it. Oh, most likely. I'm happy with it. This is what I, I wanted to get that on uh, the night we did uh, the 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 Christmas. We're supposed to do the Christmas movie, um, but they were busy and they weren't taking any more carryout orders because the kitchen was overloaded. And by the way, uh, if you if you happen to want more kimchi after this, I happen to have some in the... Oh, I wonder who could have given you that. Hmm, so. I'm sure it's good. It's, mm -hmm. uh, it's spicy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've Every time I go, I order something different, and I've never had this before, so I wasn't sure... You know, like, spicy can mean a lot of different things. Right. It did taste like kind of spicy. Um, what kind of tea would you like? Mm. I have the country peach passion. No. Licorice spice. I have a decaf tea. Yeah, let's do that. And I also have uh, decaf mint green tea. Let's do decaf mint green. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, the sauce, the, the the sauce with the spicy shrimp packs a wallop. It's a it builds. Well, I like it. I'm a a hot food fan. Mm-hmm. Even though sometimes I have regrets. <laughs> you, you will be drinking out of a garbage cast mug. For Christmas, Molly gave me a mug that says, per my last email. Because I had been on a rant about um, the email etiquette. etiquette did mm -hmm. I say etiquette? Yes. You just said etiquette. The, the etiquette that sort of differs between people at different <laughs> levels of computer savviness. Like, there's a whole, you know, you've got your, like, social mores. Mm -hmm. And you've got social mores for different circumstances. But how you handle it over, like, email and work chats, is it's a whole different set of rules. And it sometimes is very different between the different countries that I'm working with right now. Mm. So um. I had been complaining about the, the, the email thing, so mm. she got me a, an email mug. <laughs> so yeah, by the way, um, the thing that I sent you, the, the, Oh, I haven't read it yet. I'm sorry. I, oh, no problem. <laughs> but I, I just want to say that 
Would you believe, it has nothing to do with the subject of my uh, Illuminati pod tweet that I, that I made earlier about uh, NFTs, but somehow it ends up coming back around. So I have a question about NFTs. What are they? Are they all apes? And why is the monkey thing such a prevalent theme? Huh? Well, people were talking about their ape pictures. <laughs> there are a lot of pictures of this monkey kicking around. And I don't know if that's just like a logo that means NFT content. Or if NFT started with a picture of a monkey. Explain the monkey. Um, is it the, the monkey selfie that nobody was sure who owned it or whatever? I do not know enough about that. No, it's a cartoon drawing of a monkey. Oh, it's not a. Picture. I have no idea. Um, what I do know. So, an NFT is basically it stands for a non fungible token. Yes, I, I mean I get that, <laughs> right. but I was confused by the monkey. I don't know, but I've been like. So I've been trying to figure figure this whole NFT thing out, and I think I finally like figured it out. And basically, I've come to the conclusion that the only people who care about NFTs are people who buy them or sell them. Uh, we care a lot about them because we talk about them a lot. <laughs> and by we, I mean the general we. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's only like usually the people who talk who are talking about them are the ones who are buying them or selling them. Because it's usually like you know, it, digital artists use them to to be able to sell you know an original uh, piece on a bare bones platform. That you know, that sounds great. But mostly when I hear people talking about it, it's people making fun of them. <laughs> but just like any new hobby, the people who are into it on the internet go hard, and oh, they come yeah. off as uh, slightly cultish and deranged. <laughs> it's not like anything with technology. Well, Remember when Google Glasses came out? Oh, yeah. All I have to say, and I'm going to cheat because I'm going to use a fork, because um, this is the, the, the strata of the, uh, of the pancake is not consistent. So. I just ate it with my hands. I know. The idea of using a fork on it seems uh, overkill. Um, where was I? Um. I think most people make fun of it because make make fun of NFTs because they go hand in hand with crypto bros and the blockchain. Because when you buy an NFT, you're you're yeah. It is it's a, on a blockchain. It is considered a cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. 
always laugh at our, you know, company-wide <laughs> meeting. And they open up the comments and you can see them all. And there's always some dude who's like, what about getting payments in crypto? <laughs> and I think, oh yes, I keep forgetting I work for a software company. Mm -hmm. Well, and the CEO will reply with something extremely British and understated, like, <laughs> unlikely. I mean, if you want to be, if, if you want to get paid uh, $5,000, you know, this check, which, which will then be worth um, $200, on, you know, in, in a week, because... Hello, volatility. Well, that's nothing new. I mean, this is, I'm not pro-cryptocurrency the way it is right now. <laughs> I'm not anti-cryptocurrency in the future. But when you talk about instability, I mean, that's very much like stocks. <laughs> I mean, it's regulated as hell, for what it's worth, although, <laughs> you know. It does seem people are able to get away with shenanigans mm -hmm. and manipulate it fairly easily, but uh, that's also pretty volatile. I mean, I got that award mm -hmm. in company stock, and that goes up and down all the time. Who knows what that is? You know, it's got a good historical precedent of long-term increase, but... The, the problem is, that's stock. that It's supposed to. You know the the thing that you're supposed you know the thing that you're supposed to use to buy groceries uh, shouldn't be that volatile. It's your primary currency now. Hmm. No, I'm not your like primary currency, but I'm not anti the idea of cryptocurrency. It is terribly bad for the environment, though. Oh yeah. There has to be. Uh, it should be better. Mm-hmm. But I'm not anti it just because it's new and I don't totally understand it either. Right. Uh, but, so I'll give you a hint. I actually mentioned it to you earlier. I was, I was going over the, the whole NFT thing through my head because kind of a boring day. The work I was doing is pretty, pretty like usual stuff that you know I don't have to think too much on. Um, but I started thinking about it like it, it kind of reminds me of the old star registries where you can oh yeah you buy you. Pay money and get sent a folder with a piece of paper that says that you your your name is on this star. I had an ex boyfriend do that very dramatically. And you realize that no, that's not that's not how it works. That's not uh, how any of this works. I never thought it was how it worked, but it seemed to make him think he was doing something grand and romantic. Spoiler: it was not. Um. So, so basically, I came up with this idea for a story where 
aliens come down to Earth and they discover in the room of a seven-year-old girl, uh, you know, one of these star registries, you know, one of these documents that says that basically she owns the star, that their planet just happens to be uh, orbiting, and this causes an intergalactic... Uh, this will cause an intergalactic war in 20 years. Why so slow? They're about uh, they're about seven light years away. They can't travel faster than the speed of light. How'd they get here in the first place? Dang. Hmm. They've been traveling for a while. So they're going to go back and tell their... Uh, their supreme leader that, uh, you know, what they found, and they're going to come back, you know, well, and... That's and a real commitment to war, right? Oh, yeah. And it's all because of a first communion gift to a seven-year-old girl. A first communion gift? Mm -hmm. People get those? Oh. That's hilarious. I made a First Communion. Yeah, but did you get anything for it? Oh, yeah. Well, usually what you get is like... From, from some relatives, you get religious-based stuff. And some people will say, um, some, some people will give you like, uh, like a $100 savings bond. like 15 years later buy tires for my car. Yes, that actually happened. Protestants are a lot less formal about it. Hmm. Um. So yeah, that's uh, kind of the gist of what I was telling you. <laughs> but can you imagine if you were a seven-year-old? Do you think you're getting a hundred bucks for your first communion? <laughs> and someone gives you this star chart? Mm-hmm. It says that this star here has your name on it. Except it doesn't. Uh, Maybe when the aliens show back up in 20 years, the 27-year-old should point them in the direction of the idiot who bought her the star chart in the first place. And it could be, like, her most hated uncle or something. <laughs> oh, no, it was her dad. Oh, dang. But she doesn't know that, and she doesn't even know why, you know, she keeps hearing this, uh, you know, cryptic language about, you know, that somebody, somebody took their star and, you know, and all that. to be her star and by the way she's also one of those fighting the war against <laughs> the aliens um what if an, a star was named after you and you know given that there aren't all that many names in the world but it would be like in hollywood and somewhere but like your hand would be formed <laughs> in a ceremonial part of the land on that star we were imagining there's land on the star. 
Okay. In well, this imaginary one. universe. <laughs> where stars have, uh... Where it's like Hollywood. Where stars aren't, uh, plasma. <laughs> Imagine trying to make a ham in plasma. <laughs> You'd be screaming, they'd be like, just a few more seconds till the plasma sets. <laughs> um. Actually, it's funny, because years ago, Eric was going to buy me, uh... He's going to do one of those. I'm like, don't. Waste of money. I would much I would much rather, rather have an earldom on uh, the Principality of Sealand. Which is an oil rig. Yes, I'm familiar. Oh, I should do it. I should do a history episode of the of, of the Principality of Sealand. It's kind of fun. Would you like another piece? No, thank you. I don't actually like the seafood pancake all that much. Oh. I'm sorry. <coughs> I like well, don't it. be. It's more for you. this up Agreed. we've been not talking about food right but we, we usually do that um just gonna... so anyway folks uh if you're if you're ever in Cl the cleveland area uh look up soul garden restaurant go there and eat eat well because you will it's a good sign that every time you go there it's packed oh yeah and it's a small place mm -hmm. i like that they haven't updated it Oh, I know. It's still very kitschy. Um, yeah, so uh, enjoy, and uh, happy snacking, everyone. Later, taters.